Surprise Party. Written by Hella Queer, read by Demon Feed Audio. Summary. It's been exactly one month and four days since Hirodeku touched him, and Katsuki is finally at the end of his rope. As someone who spent his youth snarling at anyone who dared to mention quirks within punching distance, Katsuki had grown to appreciate the weird ones. Sneezing flowers, farting confetti, pissing cough medicine, though if you omit its origins, that last one could be pretty profitable. All the useless shit people were born with were comical at best and hindering at worst. If Punnett Squares taught him anything in school, the combination of his parents' quirks would have made him some kind of demolition man, but that day never came and he spent 13 years in a tornado of self-hate, street fights, and the occasional trip to the seedy parts of downtown. Point is, he's seen it all, from diamond tears to cotton candy earwax. At this point in his life, two years into university where 90% of the campus population had something dumb in their DNA, he figured nothing could faze him. Sure, the villains on the news were worrisome, crazy psychos who killed and kidnapped and took hostages like an unattended candy bucket on Halloween, but even a dangerous quirk got old after a while. That's why, whenever something new pops up, Katsuki can't fight his curiosity. That doesn't mean he likes being caught in the crossfire on his way home from the gym. That doesn't mean he appreciates assholes with terrible names. Aphrodite's nightmare? Are you fucking kidding? And even more ridiculous outfits using him as hero bait. It certainly doesn't mean he's immune to the effects of their low-budget Hollywood wannabe quirk, no matter how quickly everyone's favorite number one heartthrob puts a stop to it. In the end, the bad guy is caught, the civilians are rescued, and Katsuki returns to his apartment with a small headache, a raging hard-on, and apprehension filling up his lungs like water. He doesn't find out until the next morning just what this guy's quirk is, how long it lasts, and the consequences of being caught in a cloud of perfume that poured from his mouth like fog, pink and dense and disturbingly scentless. He doesn't start to worry until three days into it, when his still hard dick stares back at him after the third orgasm of that night. He's sweaty and tired, but no more satisfied than he was when he started. Breath. As he beat a hasty retreat to the bathroom, claiming food poisoning, the high falsetto of Aphrodite's nightmare rings in his head like a bad pop song. Love is so overrated, isn't it? Why break your heart when I can spread the joy of sex to all you unfortunate, prudish recluses? You'll fall madly in lust with the first person that touches you, and only they can relieve you from my spell. <laughs> Be warned, wait too long and you'll become a slave to your libido. That was bad for a lot of reasons. Because the first person that touched Kotsky wasn't a fellow helpless civilian, who granted would be hard to find. It was the idiot beefcake in green spandex, his stupid mask obscuring his face. It was everyone's wet dream, the number one hottie who was missing his gloves and thought it would be a good idea to touch Kotsky's face to check on him. It was the man who had been publicly absent ever since, aside from quick takedowns and three-sentence interviews. It's been exactly one month and four days since Hirodeku touched him, and Katsuki is finally at the end of his rope. Heroes are like cops. They're never around when you need them. Katsuki tries his best to do what he hates, which is getting into trouble during a villain attack. Idiot civilians and dumbass reporters were always getting underfoot and putting their lives at risk for a live viewing of the action, 
and Katsuki believed that if they ended up hurt, it was their own fault. That said, he wishes he knew what their secret to getting noticed was, because after a solid week of getting his ass handed to him by second-hand destruction, he's no closer to getting that mop-top broccoli man to jerk him. There's also that awkward incident with the Eraserhead wannabe. Katsuki likes ropes. Underground heroes don't have time to date. It was a one-time thing. Don't read too much into it. The point is that six weeks with no relief has finally broken him. He starts letting strangers feel him up on the train. The more crowded, the better. He skips the bars around campus and goes downtown, challenging the toughest-looking guys to darts and pool, gets them drunk enough so their macho, manly persona drops and they treat him like they want to treat their wives, their girlfriends. He couldn't tell you about what goes on in class other than the fact that he's beginning to earn a reputation for his study dates. Against his better judgment, what little he has left, he still tries to find Deku in his element. This is his area, right? Where the fuck is he? So far, he's gotten Discount Pikachu, Toxic Waste Barbie, and that Katy Perry bastard. It never occurs to him in the moment to ask if they know where Deku is, but it's probably for the best. They might think he's an undercover criminal if he starts asking questions about number one. He stops looking. He still remembers to eat, he still goes to the gym, still pays his bills and does his homework, but he can feel himself slipping. There's a haze in the back of his mind, pink fog that crawls by his feet and turns even the most mundane things into sleazy fantasies. It's really starting to freak him out, but the only silver lining is that he knows who's driving him crazy. It doesn't satisfy him, but at least he didn't bump into someone on his way home after the incident. He can put a face to his daydreams, can imagine a different body on top of him, can pretend the hands in his hair are an apology, a promise to protect him, to keep him. It's a standard bar-hopping night. He's got money in his pocket from a game he hustled two blocks ago, and a guy in a suit with a ring on his finger eyeing him from the booth in the back. He's tall enough, and the lighting is shitty enough that he can pretend his hair is green in the light. No freckles, brown eyes, too skinny. Katsuki is debating whether or not to set himself up for disappointment when the unthinkable happens. Hirodeku enters the bar. The man made it about five steps before Katsuki is body-slamming him back outside. They stumble until Deku hits the brick wall of the little store next to the bar. The alleyway is narrow, dark, stinking of cigarettes and trash. It's not the romantic meeting his subconscious pictured, but after two fucking months he'd be happy with just about anything. You, Bakugo hisses, glaring at that stupid mask covering such a handsome face. You fucking bastard. He claws at spandex-covered shoulders, resisting the hands that try to stop him. Deku talks, frantic yet trying to soothe. His words are lost on Katsuki, who cries out in triumph when he snags the zipper on the back of his neck and yanks it as far down as he can. He dives into that warm, freckled skin, those muscles bunching and rolling under hands. The relief isn't much, but all thoughts of men in bars and on trains are pushed to the very back of his mind. This right here is the good shit, and he's not the only one who thinks so. Deku, who had gone tense when Katsuki started to undress him, sags in his arms at the first touch. You got hit too, didn't you? It's not a question, but the way Deku rips his mask off to nuzzle closer into Katsuki's neck is answer enough. Gloved hands slip under his shirt, and it's nice, it's good, but it's not good enough. 
How the hell did you manage for two months on your own? Katsuki's sudden clarity is quickly fading, the part in the fog that allowed him to get Deku alone quickly washing over him once more. Fucking forget it, just hurry up. The tall, lumbering hero pulls back, a hint of doubt in those way too fucking gorgeous eyes. Forget being a hero, why wasn't he a model? Why weren't there magazine covers with his face on them? Why was he still wearing clothes? Katsuki pulls on that tight fabric, stretching it around the deliciously broad shoulders. Seriously, that model thing? He can call his parents, he can make that shit happen. Not here, Deku hisses, finally grabbing his hands. I don't want... to get caught by the reporters or any villains that might be lurking around while I'm distracted. Anyone else to look at you. Kotsky moans like he's getting his dick sucked. That's how far gone he is. He hooks a leg around Deku's hip and ruts shamelessly against his thigh, panting and pawing at his back, the friction not nearly enough. I'm the only one that can fix you. Big hands grab him underneath his thighs and lift him effortlessly, which only serves to make Katsuki even more desperate. He knows. So many weeks of lackluster hands on his body, the cries of frustration that he muffled into his pillow after every failed one-night stand. Not even another hero could relieve the ache set so deeply inside of him that he was convinced it had become a permanent state of being. He's reached his limit, and he's not above taking what he wants now. So fix me. Of course the number one hero has a fucking penthouse. It doesn't just put his shabby student living quarters to shame, it takes it back behind the shed and shoots it out of its misery. The asshole must have been going stir-crazy trying not to fuck his fans, because everything is clean and polished, not a single thing out of place, until Katsuki kicks off his shoes and rips off his socks in the eight seconds he has before Deku is slamming him up against his front door. They don't kiss so much as they bite each other's lips and claw at their clothes, seeking warm, oversensitive skin. Katsuki tears those stupid gloves off and hurls them in the direction of the kitchen, whipping his own shirt off while he's at it. He gets lost in the fabric, but his struggles are rewarded when he's graced with the unadulterated beauty that is Midoriya Izuku. Katsuki's legs threaten to give out on him. There's nothing but hard muscle under that freckled skin, and fuck him for being both pretty and the sexiest thing to walk the planet. Broad shoulders, densely packed biceps, chest like a tank with a hard stomach to match. His legs are actually registered lethal weapons, thighs thick like tree trunks, strong enough to pop a monster tire truck. The only thing he can't see is his third fucking leg fighting to get out of his briefs. Let me, Kotsky says, begs, reaching for the treacherous, heavily soaked fabric. That dick belongs to him now, and every second he spends without it is another year off his life. But he's denied yet again, both wrists easily caught in one giant hand and pinned above his head. No. He didn't spend two months drowning in arousal while slowly losing his inhibitions just to be teased by a wannabe lumberjack. If he wanted shitty foreplay, he would have let that married guy back at the bar jerk him off while complaining about his wife. He'd happily sulk around the subway again until that purple-haired zombie with glowing eyes and a wicked tongue comes back to string him up like a human spider. He's not here to play cutesy games, damn it. Kotsky somehow manages to communicate all of this, 
rolling his hips as that other hand pushes his pants to the floor. Some hero you are. I thought you were all about saving the innocent. Not that he's in a particularly innocent position, mostly naked in a hot stranger's apartment, but he's a civilian, which is basically the same thing. Deku kisses him properly, a soft, chaste thing that ends as soon as it starts. He takes Nkatsuki's flushed cheeks, the sweat already gathered in the hollow of his throat, as he tips his head back to maintain contact with the giant towering over him. The pressure on his wrists turns crushing, and suddenly there are rough fingers on his chin, pinning him to the wall like a butterfly. Do I look like I'm trying to be your hero? Every nerve in Katsuki's body lights up all at once. He strains to get closer, to move, to eat up the scant inches between their bodies. Deku watches him struggle with silent approval, before dropping his hands and moving him bodily in the direction of a short hallway. He pushes him lightly, making him stumble. Bed. Katsuki has never moved faster in his life. He doesn't waste time admiring the big, comfy bed or the artwork on the walls or the pictures hanging on the mirror. He wiggles out of his boxers and starts rifling through the bedside table, laughing in breathless triumph when his hands curl around a familiar bottle. A large, nearly empty bottle. He can't imagine two months with just his hand. This guy definitely has a high-quality cock sleeve hidden around here. The fact that he was about to join that collection... He realizes he's no longer alone when the bed dips behind him and those big hands return to his body. Deku grabs the back of his head and pushes him down into the mattress, while the other grabs his thigh and forces his legs apart. Katsuki clushes the sheets, legs wobbling with how wide his stance is, fully exposed and shaking with the thrill of it. Who the hell is this for? Deku pulls at the plug buried in his ass, twisting it none too gently. It's one of his bigger ones the only thing that's kept him somewhat sane during these last few weeks. Whoever I want it to be for? He says half into the sheets. What's it to you? Oh, God. His toes curl hard enough to cramp as the plug is eased out of him and tossed aside. He's fucking empty now and he can't stand it, hole clenching around nothing, spread open for nothing. The fuck are you waiting for? He growls, pushing up onto his elbows. I don't care about condoms, just get in me. Deku chuckles, low and dangerous. Mmm, no, not yet. He grabs the loo with a sigh, almost passing for apologetic. Gotta make sure you're nice and ready for me. Did you not see the giant plug in my ass? I think I'm more than ready. Kotsky rolls over onto his back, kicking out to smack the stupid bottle away. His ankle is caught lightning fast, and then his knee is by his ear, and holy shit, he didn't think he could bend like this. Deku pushes his other leg aside and damps far too much lube on his exposed hole, pink and stretched from the plug, greedily sucking in the two fingers that slide into him with barely a hint of resistance. It's good. It's good. It's so fucking good. He's been fingered a lot in the last two months, but no one else's fingers have reached this far, have filled him up so well. Katsuki rolls his hips as much as he can, not complaining in the slightest when the slow and gentle treatment gets tossed aside in favor of those thick, callous digits absolutely going to town on him. Deku moans low in his chest as he quickly adds a third finger, awe and hunger coating every word that wraps around Katsuki like a vice. 
You are so fucking pretty, you know that? Katsuki blushes down to his chest. Spread open like this with so much lube in play makes for the most embarrassing sounds. He tries to close his legs to no avail, even gets a harsh bite to his calf for his troubles. Please, he gasps, not above begging at this point. Not when that pink fog in his brain is as dense as ever. He thought fucking the person who touched you was supposed to make it better. He can't stop the helpless grunts escaping his mouth, can barely hang on to the pillow under his head. Please, come on, fuck. Oh, baby. Dekuku's, hips thrusting against nothing, his own cock fighting his boxers. Had they been white, they would have been transparent with just how much precum is soaking the fabric. Gonna fuck you, I promise. Just want to see you come first. Katsuki digs his heel into Deku's side when he finds his prostate and won't leave it alone. Slow, hard presses that have his vision going fuzzy. His dick twitches and throbs, leaking all over his stomach. He's lost the ability to form coherent sentences, moaning, Please, fuck, please, please, as his orgasm sits at the base of his spine, winding slow and steady even as he begs to be pushed over the edge. He's never gotten off without touching himself, but he doesn't want to move his hand. He wants Deku. He wants the number one hero to make him come all over himself. Fuck, Deku grunts, pushing Kotsky's leg even further back. There's lube down to his wrist. He teases his pinky at Kotsky's stretched rim. Wish I could make you squirt like this. Kotsky falls apart with a gurgled, choked-out wail, shaking under powerful hands and a dark gaze that swallows up the pretty green color of usually kind eyes. Curled up like he is, pent up as he is, Kotsky's dick treats him to a facial. It hits him quick and fast on his chin, some even reaching his cheek. And all the while, Deku doesn't stop stroking his walls until Kotsky kicks him a few times in the chest. Deku unfolds him and fucks off as far as Kotsky can tell. Not that he can tell much beyond the way his body trembles with aftershocks. He goes to wipe the jizz off his face, but something warm and wet beats him to it. Gross. He's never liked the taste. He has always been the kind of guy who scowled after jacking off because he hated the sticky wetness that didn't wash away as easily as he wanted. And it's still gross, Deku licking his face like a damn dog, sloppy and hungry as he follows the trail down to his stomach, sucking on the head of his spent cock just to make Katsuki twitch. He doesn't swallow it, just smiles like he knows what Katsuki is thinking, before prying open his frowning mouth and feeding him the taste of himself. And Katsuki lets him, arms finally moving to wrap around broad shoulders. Feel good? Deku asks, planting another kiss to his cheek before backing away. He gets his boxers off without any fanfare, but Katsuki swears a chorus of angels start singing. Hard and thick and curved just right, big like everything else about him. Yeah, Katsuki says, suddenly alert and energized. Yeah, get over here. He plants his feet on the bed and spreads his legs, all the while watching Deku thrust into his loosed fist, slicking himself up with too much lube. Katsuki thinks he likes the way it sounds, loud and wet and dirty, and can't stop his impatient whine. Deku's heavy gaze travels over him as he crawls up the bed like a lion, forearms planted on either side of Katsuki's head, caging him in. Katsuki tilts his head up for a kiss, huffing in dissatisfaction when his mouth is bypassed completely. 
You want me? Deku kisses his jaw, light and sweet. Nothing like the heat that radiates off him. Nothing like the way his voice pitches low and husky, digging into the soft hidden parts that Katsuki keeps in the dark. Take me. Maybe he expects Katsuki to hesitate, to squirm and beg and claw uselessly at his shoulders until Deku takes control completely and ravishes him like a cliché romance novel where the sex cuts to black. Katsuki might have laughed if this were a regular one-night stand, but he doesn't. He grips Deku's bicep with one hand and reaches down to guide his cock to his hole with the other. His stomach flutters with anticipation when Deku pushes inside. It's a tight fit even after three fingers, but it's fucking perfect, and it just keeps going. Katsuki doesn't let him pull out when he grows tense, so Deku rolls his hips and thrusts light and shallow until he's buried to the hilt and their hips are connected like puzzle pieces. Deku blankets him completely, nose nudging his temple, chests touching, Katsuki's dick meeting those rock-hard abs. He can't stop shaking can't stop his panting breaths as his mind tries to come to terms with the fact that he's forever ruined for anyone else. I'm gonna come, he whispers, ashamed and angry, but resigned to his fate all the same. Again? Deku asks, and he nods, turning his face away because, quirk or not, he's never been this quick to blow his load, especially not so soon. He's only half-hard, but when Deku pulls out just to slide back in, so deep, Katsuki swears he can feel him in his stomach. He spills between them in messy rivulets that travel all the way down to his thighs. For one startling moment, the fog is gone. All the tension his body has been holding dissipates, leaving him loose and melty and hyper-aware of his surroundings. Red eyes blink into awareness, taking in the light-colored walls and soft sheets, the lack of lights and the weight of the man on top of him. Deku is breathtaking like this. A hint of green has returned to his eyes. His cheeks are flushed with arousal and his hips twitch seemingly without his permission when Katsuki runs his fingers through his soft, messy curls. Already he's getting hot again, the quirk not yet finished with him. He doesn't think he cares. Don't stop, Katsuki breathes, pulling Deku down to kiss him slow and deep. Don't hold back, don't hold out on me. Fix me, fix me, fix me. Deku doesn't fuck like a hero. He's greedy, selfish, using Katsuki just like he hoped he would. He thrusts quick and shallow, eyes trained on where Katsuki's rim flutters around him, desperate to have him deeper. He drops his legs in favor of pulling him closer by the hips until he's in his lap. Deku stops moving them, starts fucking Katsuki onto his cock like he's a toy, and a durable one at that. Think I can fit both hands around your waist, baby? No. Katsuki hisses through his teeth, but damn, he kinda wishes he could. Deku tries anyways, big, scarred hands squeezing below his ribs, and they don't fit, not all the way, but Katsuki has never felt so damn small before. He plants his feet on the bed and tries to angle his hips, wants to know if he was right, needs to see for himself if- Shit, Katsuki whimpers. There. Right fucking there. If he arches his back off the bed when Deku sits up on his knees and gets his ass in the air, he can see it. The slight bulge in his stomach when Deku thrusts hard and deep, when he holds his breath and sucks in just a little. Deku sees it too. 
He can tell by the way he groans, an animalistic growl that raises goosebumps all over Katsuki's body. He can tell by the way he holds him too rough and possessive, leaving bone-deep bruises in the shape of fingers. He can tell because he's coming, filling Katsuki up so much he can fucking feel it, hot and thick and he swears his stomach is getting bigger. Deku pulls out of him and he's laughing, deep and sexy and everything Katsuki tries to fight against on a normal day. He didn't go for guys like him, guys who treated him like some twinky actor in a bad porn. He didn't whine or cry or babble like an idiot because he didn't roll over for any meathead with a passable dick. He rolls over for Deku when he asks with a gentle nudge to his hip. He gets a shaky knee under himself, resting on his forearms. He can feel himself leaky and searches around for his plug, embarrassment slowly replacing the afterglow. The thought of losing any of Deku's precious cum, God fuck this quirk messing with his head, making him anxious. He doesn't get a lot of time to dwell on it, though. Uh-uh. Kotsky can count on one hand the number of times he's let anyone's mouth near his ass, not counting blowjobs, which were ass-adjacent. It's not like he hated it, but it wasn't the same as eating pussy, and his enthusiastic partners weren't even that good at it, leaving him uncomfortably wet and having the nerve to smirk like they didn't just kill his erection. He should have known Deku would be different. Deku, who sucks on his balls and spreads him open with his thumbs, who laps up the cum that trickles down his taint, then wiggles his tongue inside of the loose, stretched hole. Katsuki cries out, burying his face in the sheets to muffle his whines. He can't keep it all in, not while he's being spread open like this. He's losing it and he doesn't want to be empty. Push it out for me, Deku coos, reaching around to press lightly on his stomach. Katsuki gasps, more cum leaking out without his permission. It's okay, Kachan. I want it. You're fucking disgusting. But he's riding the high of two orgasms, gentle praise, and the heady scent of sex in the air, in the sheets. He does what Deku tells him, grinding back against his face, spreading his legs like a whore and moaning twice as loud. He's hard again, but it doesn't feel like he'll shoot off like a firework. He finds the strength to balance on one arm and reaches back to grab a handful of his own ass, because lewd bastard or not, Deku's mouth is as gifted as his dick and he's quickly becoming an addict. Hey, Katsuki gasps, reaching back and tugging on his hair. Hey. It takes a minute for Deku to come to his senses, but when he does, he kisses the back of trembling thighs. Mm, you okay? Kotsky nods, licking dry lips. Wanna ride you? Deku's face fucking lights up. He scrambles up the bed like an overgrown puppy and settles back against the pillows, the lube practically materializing into his hand. Kotsky watches him fuck his fist for a while, the way he holds himself at the base with one hand and teases the tip with the other. His mouth waters at the steady flow of precum that mixes with the lube wanting so badly to lose his voice on that thing. It's Kotsky's turn to crawl over to him, stopping only to sink his teeth into Japan's thighs and lick messily over slick fingers. He wants to suck his dick. He really, really wants to suck his dick. But he's already sinking down on it, leaning back on his hands to get the perfect angle so he can see the bump of Deku's cock inside him again. This time Deku touches him, thumbing over where it appears like he's teasing himself through Kotsky's body. 
Deku doesn't let him set the pace for long. Impatience in every tense muscle, in the way he watches Katsuki roll his hips, the angle and curve of his cock just right for rubbing against every sensitive spot inside of him. He thinks nothing of it when Deku grabs his hips, head tipped back and eyes closed, sending gasps and soft moans to the high ceiling. What gets his attention is the prickly sensation that makes his hair stand on end. There's been countless articles and blogs and posts wondering about the number one hero's quirk. How did it work? Just how strong was he? Were his lights just an illusion? No, they were not. It feels like cotton fresh out of the dryer without the spark, hovering over him as the familiar green light crackles along his entire body. Katsuki swear he sees it in his eyes, in his mouth when Deku grins at him before he moves. The first buck of his hips has Katsuki pitching forward onto his chest with a shout, more surprised than anything. The next thrust is pure shock, followed quickly by the fog overtaking him completely. Deku is plenty strong without his quirk, but now he moves Katsuki like he weighs less than a blow-up doll, pumping his hips in quick, short bursts that steal the breath from Katsuki's lungs. He's so much bigger like this. He can feel it when he bottoms out, every thrust for the hero and his pleasure alone. Katsuki sobs whenever he nails his prostate, but doesn't go out of his way to find it. Heavy grunts battling with the sharp slapping of the hips and Katsuki's own choked-off screams. Katsuki pulls on one of the hands on his hips and pries it away, only to wrap it around his neck with the most desperate expression. He feels like he's unraveling, like he's about to fly off into space and he needs this. He doesn't trust many people with his life. If he looks deep inside of himself, he knows that he doesn't even trust heroes like the rest of the world does. But he trusts Deku, and he needs this. He puts his own smaller hand at the base of Deku's neck and squeezes. Not too hard, palms slippery with sweat, but the message is still there. Please, he whimpers, cock slapping against his stomach with every jolt and violent twitch of supercharged hips. Izuku, please. He doesn't get to finish. One by one, those thick fingers close around his throat. The pressure increases until he's wheezing past clenched teeth, until his chest burns with ever-labored inhalation. Still with his other hand on his hip, Deku moves him up and down on his cock, watching Katsuki's face for any signs of distress. He doesn't find any, because Katsuki has never felt this good in his entire life. He grabs hold of Deku's forearm with both hands and smiles when his airways restricted completely. His head lolls to the side, giving in to the static rather than fighting against it. Deku yanks him down and kisses his cheek, kisses his top and bottom lip when Katsuki opens his mouth and keeps it that way. Drool pools under his tongue and spills down his chin, and the big hard dick grinding against his prostate twitches once, twice, before the number one hero shudders beneath him. Black spots dance at the corner of his eyes, and his last pocket of air goes to the helpless little cry that he makes when Deku cups his balls and palms his shaft, encouraging him to hump his hand. So fucking perfect. Deku's praise is better than air itself. He releases his hold just enough for Katsuki to gulp in another lungful before the patch is sealed once more. The friction is good, but it's not enough. He needs the tight clench of his fist, the warmth of his mouth, something more than just this. He wants to beg, but he can't find the words, 
and he's worried that if he lets go of his arm, he'll fall into oblivion. All the while, Deku doesn't dare look away, dark eyes fixated on his face. His curls are a complete mess. He's sweaty and flushed all the way to his chest. Can I keep you, Kachan? And his voice is wrecked, early morning rasp like he's the one being choked. Koski doesn't know what he's asking, and with the way Deku starts to grow inside of him, he'd hazard a guess that the other man hasn't a clue either. He can't grasp onto his words anymore. Too strung out, too dizzy, too much. Say yes and I'll make you come. Yes. He's out of air again, but he doesn't care. He thrashes in Deku's sturdy hold, desperate for the hand that pumps him fast and this side of too tight, craves the way overstimulation feels under the quirk, like the burn is better than the release. Deku guides him closer again, nuzzles the side of his jaw while Kotsky's hips stutter and jerk. I'm gonna clean you out again when you pass out, okay? That fucking duds him in. The confidence, the casual assurance, not if he passes out but when, body pliant and loose, with Katsuki unable to hide or push him away. He would truly be Deku's toy then, taking whatever the hero wanted to give him, give him whatever Deku wanted to take. Katsuki comes and doesn't make a sound. Katsuki comes and his back arches into a perfect curve while toes curl and his eyes roll back so far in his head he can't even make out the fuzzy spots in his vision. Katsuki comes, and then he's gone. Warm. Katsuki's head is full of cotton. His senses dulled and his limbs sluggish, but he's never felt so relaxed. He's sprawled across a hard, warm chest that lifts him slightly with every breath. There's an arm around his back and a hand in his hair, and he can't fight the stupid, dopey grin on his face. It's an intense afterglow, okay? Leave him alone. His body feels like he's been run through a pasta extruder, and he's never been happier. But nature doesn't care about his happiness, so it isn't long before he's stealthily wiggling out of Deku's embrace in order to limp towards the bathroom. Just like the apartment and the owner, the bathroom is big. A large sink, a standing shower, and a deep tub that Katsuki doesn't even hesitate to fill. He can't remember the last time he's taken an honest-to-god bath, and with Deku out cold, now is the perfect time to use his bubble bath and take up the hot water. After everything that Beast has put him through, he deserves it. He doesn't know how long he spends turning into a prune, but when his eyes start to close for longer periods of time, he forces himself out and rinses off in the shower, scrubbing away the sweat in his messy hair with Deku's shampoo. His scent clings to him like a blanket, and he blushes for no reason other than being an embarrassment to himself. The towels are soft and fluffy, and he finds a spare toothbrush under the sink. Holy shit. He breathes upon looking at himself for the first time all night. From the chin up, he looks fine. A bit sleepy, eyes a bit wide, freshly washed hair and steam pink cheeks. The rest of his body is a war zone. His neck, his waist, his hips, all of them branded with finger-shaped bruises. Bite marks and hickeys decorate the space in between the most covering his chest, with a few still distinct teeth impressions around his nipples. There's more on his thighs that he didn't notice, mistaking the dull ache for his overworked muscles. They stop above his knee, and when he turns around and looks over his shoulder, he sees his backside wasn't neglected in the slightest. 
He doesn't remember these, any of them, which means Deku kept his word about eating him out again after he passed out and went the extra mile. Katsuki can't imagine what he looked like, pliant and strung out like that, drool on his face and cum on his chest, his thighs. Did he whine when Deku claimed him, the brief sting of teeth drawing him out of his sex coma? Or was he so deep that he didn't even flinch, didn't even realize the hero had toyed with him until he tired himself out, just like with a real toy? His knees shake with the thought of it, and he reaches back to prod at his hole. His body doesn't even tense up, allowing for one dry finger to rest comfortably inside. Jesus, Kotsky laughs, pinching his thigh to regain control of his thoughts. It was easy to get caught up in what was without a doubt the best sex of his life, but he couldn't forget the unnatural state of their bodies, their minds. Was this helping to lessen the quirk's power? How would he know when it wore off completely? Will they remember anything once the spell breaks? What would Deku taste like now? What did he look like soft and flaccid? How much of him can Katsuki fit in his mouth? He's drooling, and he gets hard so fast he has to grip the counter so he won't collapse. Still thinking with his dick then? Fine, whatever. He can push through this. There's a black robe hanging on the back of the door that's as soft as the towels. Katsuki puts it on before padding back out to the kitchen. He steps over the discarded white gloves and starts rummaging around in the cabinets, looking for something easy to cook. They'll need food if they plan to keep going like this. Water, too, so they don't pass out, and not in the sexy way. What time was it? The curtains in the living room are all open, allowing moonlight to pass through the glass. Was it too late to order out? Would Deku even allow anyone to come to the door? Something brushes over his ankle, and Katsuki kicks at it, mistaking it for one of the gloves again. But gloves can't crawl up his leg and wrap around his thigh. You? Deku says from the shadows of the hallway. Looks so good in my clothes. He steps into the moonlight, and Katsuki swears his eyes are glowing. Hypnotizing green like a snake, pretty and deadly and not at all what a hero should look like. He's naked because of course he is, but he's clean, and his hair looks damp. Kotsky hadn't even heard the shower running. It's just a robe, he scoffs, turning back to the fridge and ignoring Black Whip as his other leg is caressed and stroked. And if you want to see me out of it, tough shit, I'm starving. All of his senses are on high alert, but the promise of food wins out over his desire to bend over the counter. There's a mixed fruit container that requires minimal effort to prepare, which is a big step up from vending machine burritos. He washes them well, eyeing a big strawberry like one might eye a steak. Another thick tentacle curls around his wrist before he can grab it, and then another, until he's once again caught up in the hero's embrace. You wait at the bar, right? Deku kisses the back of his neck, reaching around to undo the knot in the belt of the robe. Katsuki scoffs, fighting the resulting shiver that Deku's touch invokes. Fuck him and this stupid quirk for turning him into a little bitch. That was hours ago. Believe it or not, we still need food to survive. He's starting to think that Deku is more affected than he is. Even if they didn't cure him, getting his rocks off with other people seemed to have helped in the long run. He can't imagine Mr. Responsible charming any of his fans into a motel or a back alley, even though Konsky has it on good authority that a lot of people would jump at the chance to simply make out with the man. 
No wonder he's so pent up. So you haven't had anything to eat since then? He spins Katsuki around, pinning him to the counter with just his body. The robe slips from Lack's shoulders and falls to pull at his feet. Are you ignoring me now? Katsuki glares up into mischievous eyes. No, you shithead, I haven't eaten since then. Now that we've established that twice... Fruit is often considered a dessert, you know? Deku interrupts, his smile growing much to Katsuki's irritation. One of his trapped hands is guided to that strong chest, down over hard muscle, lower still past his happy trail, until his fingers come into contact with his ever-present erection. Deku grabs his hand much like Katsuki did to him earlier, and curls his fingers around his shaft. You should have dinner first. The robe cushions his fall as Katsuki drops to his knees. He doesn't even care that the number one hero, symbol of hope, and All Might's adopted son just referred to his dick as dinner. He doesn't care that he didn't even put up a fight or have some sexy, witty comeback to throw in his face. He doesn't have the patience he did when the night started. Katsuki noses at the base of his cock and inhales deeply. Warm skin, soap, and deku. What would he smell like after patrol? After a fight? The thought has him eagerly sucking on his balls, imagination running wild. Deku with his suit around his thighs, legs trembling as he struggled to stay upright, sweaty and dirty with adrenaline still pumping through his veins. He'd have that look on his face as he watched Katsuki get him wet, hard eyes, mouth in a thin disapproving line, even as he tangled his fingers in his hair and rubbed his face against his junk. Katsuki grips him at the base and sucks on his head with purpose, his free hand stroking what he can't take. He's sloppy with it, spit mixing with pre-cum that he used to slick the way for his fist. He's addicted to the way the strong thighs flex every time Katsuki wiggles his tongue, every time he manages to take Deku a little bit deeper. He braces himself with a hand on his hip and breathes deeply through his nose as inch by inch he swallows that perfect cock down until his lips touch his knuckles. Red eyes roll up and up and up until they meet an odd green gaze, and pride shoots through Kotsky like a shot of adrenaline. Deku holds his gaze as he flexes his fingers, holding his hand level to Kotsky's face. He's asking if he can use his hands, if he can touch. For the first time all night, the hero looks uncertain underneath that blanket of arousal, the control no longer in his hands despite Katsuki being on his knees for him. The shift of power is just what he needs to regain a bit of his senses. He takes the questioning hand and wraps it loosely around his throat, not squeezing, but present. He smirks as well as he can with his lips stretched as wide as they are, but the real satisfaction is watching those eyes narrow in question before widening in shock. Deku is big. He's established that big enough to see a little bulge in his stomach if he's angled the right way. Why wouldn't it be the same now? Especially with Deku's fingers prodding like they are, a punched-out moan filling Katsuki's ears as he works through the fluttering of his throat until his nose is nestled in trimmed pubic hair. How? <sighs> Deku pants, feeling himself twitching inside Katsuki yet again. How are you so fucking small? He pushes him back with a hand on his shoulder, hissing at the hint of teeth Katsuki treats him to. Is this part of the quirk, too? I have never... This has never happened before. 
Does it matter? Jesus, he sounds awful. And by the way Deku gasps when Katsuki takes him in again, he doesn't really care. He lets the hero take the lead this time with a hand on the back of his head, finally turning his attention to the throbbing between his own legs. He tries to match his strokes to the way Deku fucks his mouth, fast and shallow, slow and deep, but he's quickly losing his composure, gagging and moaning and drooling like a bitch in heat. The irony is not lost on him. Shit, 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 shit. Oh, God, Katsuki. Deku holds his face like a lover when he comes, pushing out just until the tip rests on his tongue. It's still gross, thick and heavy on his tongue, already sliding down his throat, but it's also enough to push him over the edge. He swallows everything that Deku gives him, spilling over his hand and onto the robe beneath him. When Deku's softening cock slips out of his mouth, a few milky white strands of spit still connect them. Once he stops shaking and is able to stand, Katsuki demands actual food. Deku, the weird bastard, insists on wrapping him up in blankets and wedging him into the corner of the couch first. The white noise of the television on low volume pulls him into a light sleep, until a warm bowl is pressed into his hands. Katsuki eats like a dying man, stealing from Deku's plate until he's full and ready for another nap. It's weird how tired he is, or maybe it's normal after all of the physical activity and, uh, fluids he's lost. Or maybe normal to him has become the erection that lasts more than four hours, so anything less than that has him feeling off balance. When he wakes up again, he's in Deku's lap and his phone is ringing. He knows it's his because the cheesy pop song that blasts on an endless loop has been attached to his dumbass roommate for the past three years. But he's really comfortable. That hard, warm chest a sturdy yet giving weight against his back. But Kirishima might shit himself if he works himself up into a frenzy. Why did caring about others have to be so mentally taxing? In the end, he slides out of Deku's embrace like a slug and crawls across the floor to where most of his clothes lay in a pile by the door. What do you want? Cat! Kirishima's ear-splitting voice rocketed through his ear. Dude, where the hell are you? I've been calling you all night. Katsuki scrubs a hand over his face. There's no short explanation for why he's naked, on his knees, in the number one hero's penthouse apartment. I told you I was going to the bar. And you never came home, Kirishima scolds, sounding relieved even as he berates him. You didn't send a text to say you were all right? Didn't tell me you were going home with someone? We have a code for a reason, man. Are you my fucking mother now, eh? A bit of guilt churns his stomach because they do have a code, and he hasn't exactly been truthful with his roommate. I'm fine. Chill the hell out. He pops the kinks in his back, wondering if he should confess while he was still clear-headed. It would explain his odd behavior and might wipe away that sad crease between Kirishima's eyes that appeared whenever he bailed on their plans to hang out in favor of fucking himself on the biggest dildo he owned. You okay? Kirishima asks, ever the helpful best friend. If you need an excuse to leave, just pretend we have a sick pet, or I can pick you up, or... Katsuki groans and throws his head back in frustration. I'm fine, I'll be home in the morning. <sighs> Cold lube, rough fingers, no warning. He takes two of them to the knuckle with hardly an issue, static drowning out the voice of his roommate. Every time he thinks he's cured, every time he thinks he has a handle on things, 
Deku touches him and sends all of his progress back to zero. He arches his back, spreads his knees apart, and braces a hand on the floor. A third finger prods at his rim, and he whines quietly as it sinks in to fit with the others. Cat? Deku is a furnace behind him, reaching around to fondle Kotsky's soft cock. He rocks it into his hands, mouth opening and rocks as near-silent moans fall from his lips. I, I gotta call you back. What? Kotsky hangs up and drops his phone in the same motion, craning his head around to find warm lips waiting for him. They haven't kissed nearly enough tonight, which is frankly absurd. Kotsky tries to make up for lost time, but it's hard when Deku won't stop distracting him. Jealous? he asks, nipping at a full bottom lip. This fucker was too damn attractive for society. Maybe, Deku admits, not even pretending to sound ashamed. He twists his fingers and squeezes Katsuki's balls, humming along to a low groan. Katsuki rolls his eyes even as he thrusts back onto his hand. If I wanted his dick, I wouldn't be here, idiot. Not an entirely true statement, given the circumstances, but the sentiment is true enough. He hadn't jumped on his roommate, even though his body had screamed to pin him down to the kitchen floor more than once during these hellish weeks. Deku withdraws his fingers and kisses between Katsuki's shoulder blades when he whines from the loss. His body is warm and soft and pliant, seeking out now that familiar touch. It's like he's cold without those hands on him. Empty. Lost. He can't tell if that's better or worse than letting strangers fail him up on the train. You can want whoever you like, Deku says, a terribly hidden possessive edge to his otherwise innocent words. But you need me. He stands, towering over Katsuki who has to tip his head back to maintain eye contact. Isn't that right, Cat? Holy shit, he's fucking jealous. The absolute rush of power that hits him is startling, almost scary. The absolute rush of power that hits him is startling, almost scary. He's been one submissive little bitch tonight thanks to this stupid quirk, not at all like his usual self, and he thinks it's time to show his true colors. He's been happy to follow the hero's lead, happy to do what he wanted, but only because Katsuki wanted it too. It didn't matter how whiny or whimpery he got, he was the one with the final say here. I'm not sure that I do, Deku. He gets to his feet like a dancer, one smooth motion as he raises his arms over his head and cracks his back, shaking his ass under the guise of getting the feeling back into his legs. He knows that he looks good from every angle, but he has it on good authority that Deku is a little bit in love with his ass, so he squeezes it, leaving the soft, warm flesh spreading himself open. I don't know about you, but I feel perfectly normal. A lie. A very big and obvious one. Though he isn't foaming at the mouth, he's still too warm, too quick to get hard, with hardly any aches or pains that usually reveal themselves after a few rounds of rough sex. Not that he says any of this. He looks over his shoulder with a thoughtful expression. It probably wore off while I was asleep. He bends down to pick up his shirt, only for Deku to kick the pile of clothes away like the biggest brat in history. Katsuki shoots him an unimpressed look, forcing himself not to smile. I'm not done with you yet. 
His expression is unreadable but intense, a slow roll of lightning sparks between his eyes, like building static. Katsuki swears he can feel it, that same sensation from before, energy waiting to jump to a new host. Better do something interesting then, cause I'm getting bored. Deku slams him back against the door and lifts him like he weighs absolutely nothing, letting him wrap one leg around his waist while he pushes the other back, leaving him open and exposed and yes, 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 this is exactly what he wanted. Deku doesn't wait for Katsuki to adjust when he pushes inside. There's nothing gentle about the way the wood crushes his shoulder blades with every harsh thrust. Katsuki moans into the high ceiling, dragging blunt nails down the hero's back. Deku wrenches him away from the door and lays him out on the kitchen island, a rush of wind flowing after them. Deku wasn't just strong with his quirk, he was fast, and he flips Katsuki over onto his front before he can register what's happening, beyond Deku's dick rearranging his insides. He tries to find purchase on the smooth surface of the counter, rising up on his toes and arching his back as Deku bruises his hips with his iron grip. Still bored? Deku shifts his hips just right and grinds up into him as Katsuki babbles, curses, and chokes out pleas. But it's not quite begging. Not yet. Maybe you'd like a better view, huh? Deku picks him up again, pulling out much to Katsuki's protests. He hates being empty. Hates how his body craves more even when he's stuffed so full already. He's lost his words, tongue heavy and awkward in his mouth. His legs want to fold under him when they stop in front of the floor-to-ceiling windows. The city looks amazing this way, stretching out wide and far into the distance. The lights twinkle like the stars they can't see, and being able to literally watch over your city must have checked off something on Deku's hero fetish list. Katsuki blinks the haze from his eyes to find his own dazed expression staring back at him. He's flushed all the way down to his chest, lips red and bitten, he looks so small with Deku looming behind him, a hand on his back, pressing him hard against the glass, forcing Katsuki to turn his head just so he can breathe. Please, Katsuki rasps, moaning low and desperate when Deku sinks into him again. The ache is finally starting to set in. His entire body feels like a fresh bruise, zapping him all of his strength. He doesn't even realize he's sliding down the glass until two thick, shadowy cords wrap around his chest and lift him up until he's upright again. Please, Deku. A throaty moan in his ear and the brief stuttering of those powerful hips are the only giveaways to how the hero is slowly but steadily losing his control. Katsuki wants him to snap, wants him to break and crumble into pieces. He makes a half-hearted attempt to touch himself only for Deku to gather his hands and pin them to the wall above his head. He's so close to the window, panting breaths fogging it up with every harsh exhale and whine. There's a pretty boy in front of you. Give him a kiss for me. Deku sounds so close to ruin. The city's beloved savior is doing his best to fuck him out of this window. Katsuki swears the entire structure trembles along with him when Deku activates his quirk to fuck him so fast his body reacts to aftershocks offbeat. He's no longer supporting any part of himself, held up only by Deku's hands and black whip. He doesn't think his feet are touching the floor anymore. Katsuki puts his lips to the glass and makes a show of it, open-mouthed and sloppy, 
toes curling in the air with every hungry grunt in his ear. He pulls away just far enough to see Deku's reflection, marveling at how his own is just as strung out as he feels. He tastes good, Zuku. Fuck. There's no hope for either of them after that. Katsuki doesn't know how he's lasted this long, but when Deku touches him, just a hand cupping him, a gentle squeeze, barely a stroke, he's painting the glass white, sobbing and cursing and begging until Deku bites down on his shoulder and comes so deep inside of him, he swears he can taste it. They seem to drain of energy at the same time, falling to their knees, Deku's arms replacing Black Whip around his chest. Such a messy boy, Deku scolds, just as out of breath as Katsuki. Go ahead and clean that up. Deku cradles the back of his head and urges him forward, and Katsuki sticks his tongue out with a whine. He laps up the still cooling mess, smearing it and making it an even bigger mess. It's still gross, but Deku kisses him right after, slow and deep and strangely intimate. Katsuki feels like the morning after a fever breaks, his body sluggish and heavy and sore, his head stuffy but no longer burning up. He sags into those strong arms, exhaustion clinging to him like their dry sweat. Katsuki can't move, the very idea bringing tears to his eyes. Deku shushes him quietly, petting through his hair and down his back, murmured words of affection falling on deaf ears. Katsuki likes the way his broad chest vibrates, though, the way his heartbeat slows back to a normal pace as they lay sprawled out in front of the windows high above the city. Black Whip returns to cover him, and despite being some weird, intangible mess, it feels warm, like fuzzy arms that wrap him up from ankles to waist. How do we know you aren't already a slave to your libido? Katsuki asks after who knows how long. He must have dozed off because when he opened his eyes again, they were back in bed, two glasses of water on the nightstand. He drank both of them like a man dying in the desert, and then made Deku cook him an actual meal. Full, hydrated, and incredibly cozy was the mood now, with Katsuki sprawled out over Deku's body like a blanket. Maybe, Deku says, sounding thoughtful. I feel better right now. I was so afraid of hurting my friends or civilians. I didn't linger after attacks for interviews. I turned down invitations to hang out. I did my best to ignore the urges. Urges that still lingered if his wandering hands were anything to go by. He kneaded Katsuki's ass absently, like a stress ball. And if you're stuck like this? Katsuki yawns into his neck, arching his back in a very lazy cat-like stretch. You can't fight crime with your dick out. Although, maybe if villains see what he's packing, they'd think twice about causing trouble. But then they might try to proposition the hero, which makes Katsuki cling to him even harder. I really do think it's easing up on me, but... He tilts Katsuki's chin up and places a lingering kiss to his forehead. Katsan said I could keep him, remember? His sweet smile starts edging into smirk territory. So I can just use you until I feel better. Katsuki pushes his hand away and hides it in his shoulder. His entire face is burning. He knows the quirk is wearing off because embarrassment floods his system like an entirely different drug. Shut your damn mouth, shitty hero but then he's popping back up to glare at him. And also, keep your fucking gloves on, dammit. Don't go around touching anyone else. 
Something dangerously like fondness sits on Deku's face, his big, dumb, peaceful eyes all soft and heart-shaped. Ridiculous, Katsuki shimmies his way up his body and plants a firm kiss to that smiling mouth, just to show that he was serious. He didn't give a damn about any pining idiots out there. He was officially ruined for everyone else, and he wasn't about to let this man, or his dick, get away. You got that, asshole? Deku's smile is just like the rest of him. Big, beautiful, and utterly unfair. Yes, sir. I very much hope you enjoyed this story. If you did, be sure to to um Spotify follow um and if you'd like to hear more I've got content oh my god I really need to rewrite the script um you can follow I have lots of stuff because I'm assuming you're listening to this on Spotify or not YouTube platform so this is bad oh this is spiraling I have an Instagram, Discord, and a catalog on AF3, and I do stuff on all of those platforms. I've got a recommendation form that you can fill out if you've got a specific story you'd like me to read. Um, let's see what else. I love comments, and I love to talk to you guys. So if you want to hit me up on Discord or Instagram or send me an email, I love that. Tell me about your day. Tell me how you are. Tell me what you think. Uh, tell me what you're thinking right now, at this very moment. Um, oh, go check out the other, the other, more of the author's stories because, by God, this was the most ground-shaking, earthquaking story I ever read. So hard for me to for, to finish it. It was so good. Um, and yeah, go give the author some love. And thank you for joining me today. And I will see you next week. Bye.